0: Hello and welcome to the All Blacks Edition, episode 17. And it hasn't got a subtitle yet because I don't know actually what we're going to talk about. Um, I've got a few ideas. There'll be this and that. And, uh, I will be joined by the one, the only, the, uh, magical man himself, Arsene. How
1: are you doing, sir? Ah! <laughs> There's a Muppet Show type thing. Yeah, no, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I picked up my new, I picked up my new car today. So I was like,
0: woohoo! <laughs> wow, you got a new car? And uh, I got in, oops, no, nope, that's not going to work because it's. am going to it first. I got a new one of these. It's a, oh. gim- it's a gimbal. 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 So that'll go, woo camera and stuff with the phone in it once it's charged up. So I'm charging it now. So hopefully from tomorrow, uh, when it gets its first outing at the, um, it's <laughs> classic crash bang, as it gets its first outing at the uh, Ranfurly Shield game, We'll hopefully, uh, yeah, be able to um, show you, uh, hopefully have a more stable uh, experience for those of you who are watching and a little less seasickness um, or travel sickness going on. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh, dearie me. Um, So, yeah, you you mentioned stats briefly in the pre-show, little chat there. But um, apparently, hot and trot All Blacks are on track for their biggest try scoring year in history, according to the uh, according to Stuff. Did you, no, did you spot that? Well one? I haven't?
1: No, I didn't spot that one. Actually, I um, that that's sort of it's it's interesting, isn't it? You sort of like you, you, it's quite a surprise, I'll be honest, to say that. Oh wow, the All Blacks are on track to have their highest try scoring year. When you sort of look back, and it's just like, oh yeah, no, it's sort of like you, you, you know they've been playing some great rugby, but it's just like, oh yeah, they've been. Doing what the All Blacks do, it didn't really feel like they were um, too too different from um, last year. Until um, I saw some other stats as well. So yeah, so the stats that I'm looking at
0: here were after after six tests, uh, six of their fourteen tests. The uh, men in black, it says, have run in thirty-seven tries. That's an average of six point one seven per game, um, which means they're on track to finish with about um, eighty-six tries in total. Which is four, five more than their, their, um, their all-time record. Which, let's be honest, over fourteen games, five tries, uh, it, it's going to be, it's going to be close, isn't it? And so yes, they are on track to be. It's basically equal, or be around the same sort of level they were in uh, two thousand and three, when they scored 80, eighty-one tries in fourteen tests. Um, but they also managed to get eighty tries in two thousand and seven, with twelve tests, um, and in two thousand and sixteen, from. Uh, uh, again, from fourteen tests because fourteen is kind of the normal but the normal number nowadays that they play, which is more tests than anybody else uh, in uh, world rugby. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and when we talk about,
0: which is kind of interesting, when we talk about player welfare and how much rugby these players play, but that's a separate topic. As you say, the, what, so, so Arshin, um yeah, you were watching a show by uh, the the ten fourteen, um, who uh, if you uh, for those you watch on YouTube. You can search the ten fourteen. There, are yeah. Two, two. An Irish guy and a Kiwi um, who are doing some stuff also with Sky uh, uh, on the analytics side. Very good. But what's driving this eighty six try record year then, Ashwin? According to what you've
1: read or seen. Well, I, I, I'll come to I'll come to that in a moment. But um, I, I suppose it's the fact that they're playing heads up rugby. But we'll come to that in a moment. The interesting facts that sort of I found that came out of it, which makes it even more incredible the number of tries that they've scored, is they've actually had um, less possession than last year. So last year they had in the 40s. Basically, their games um, ranged in the 40s in terms of percentage of um, possession. So uh, this year they've actually, it's reduced down into the 30s. So this year we're scoring more tries, but we're, we've got less possession whilst we're getting those tries. So there's there's a couple of things around that. Obviously, um, we did talk about the fact that, um, and, and I'll let, let you sort of like expand on it because I can't remember the exact point that you made. But on the surface of it, you could say that, um, of course, if you're scoring more tries and you're scoring them quickly, then you're not going to have the ball for long and the opposition's going to have the ball longer. And that's where I'll let you jump in because you made a valid point on that one, if you can remember it.
0: <laughs> if if can, you can remember it. If, if, I can remember if it. you can remember it. I, I guess w- 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 one of the points we've been talking about uh, actually throughout the Super Rugby season um, as well is about how efficient uh, teams are. Uh, and that's one of the things that we've seen here from the All Blacks is, when they, is that they are very clinical with their attack now, um, and one of the uh, points that I can't remember whether I made, made to you last night after our show or not was that the All Blacks love attacking with, obviously, turnover ball. The reason for that is mm. that the defences aren't set, uh, and so there's more gaps in the field. So if you can score within two phases of a turnover, you're, or, or if you can strike, you're much more likely to be able to score because the defence won't be as set. There'll be space somewhere if you can find it. Um, and that's what's what, what the All Blacks have been very good at is finding that space within a couple of phases after turnover ball. So as you say, if you've only got the ball for two phases, then you score, you're going to have the ball less than a team who's, who has to go through 20 phases or 34 Absolutely. phases whatever, to score, which was uh, which one of the things you guys have been discussing with Pierre, uh, uh, another friend of ours who we used to sit in, as part of the West and Massive um, in <laughs> Edon Park. Was that the point? I had?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the point, mate. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, in saying that, I, I, I suppose so. There are the, the th- sort of things, the dynamics that you got to look at, but it's, it's still an amazing stat, and nonetheless, that I mean, like effectively, they're um, scoring points with less ball, or they're scoring very quickly when they do have the ball, and that comes back to as you said, the um, they really like to strike on turnover ball, and um, you, you sort of come back to not this week's game, but last week's game, where um, one of the things Cheka lamented was the fact is that they weren't able to um, utilise the turnover ball effectively. And in fact, you know, because we're sort of like great rugby pundits, we sort of came, uh, alluded to that as well ourselves before that even happened. And the fact is that you've got a David Pocock that's so focused on getting in and turning the ball over um, and you've got him focused on that, that he isn't necessarily available as a seven in that position to roam and support for the break. And the other thing was the Bernard Foley is that they're hiding him in defence, and so if they do get quicker turnover ball, he's not in the position of first five to take advantage of what's a heads-up play, as you say, in terms of turnover ball, and take advantage of it, and to make yards and to score tries. Now,
0: so, um Foley wasn't actually playing or starting no out.
1: not this week this previous week. weeks yeah
0: but but even even when he when he didn't start at Eden Park um if you looked at the lineouts we still we had Kurtley Beale sat in what would traditionally be the hooker defensive position between the tram lines which means if you win a lineout um off uh, if you win an opposite um, lineout opposite your ball. your first five eight is stuck totally out of position as far as counterattacking goes no, you got yeah. a lot of. I mean, a lot of teams nowadays don't put the hook there, but they put the the scrum half um, sits in that channel, uh, defending, which, uh, which 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 obviously opens you up straight away to the quick short pass and basically the prop running over the uh, the the, the, um, the scrum half in that position. But um, but I say a lot of a lot of teams do put the scrum half. I mean, in the All Blacks, you'll see, put the uh, the scrum half defends. The, the the blind side or the or the tram lines during the opposition throw, um, but he can get into position he can get into counter attack position an awful lot quicker uh, than the fly half or the, or the person who's supposed to be first receiver, um, but yes that is part of uh, yeah as we said yeah we we think that that's, that's that's a problem for the Wallabies is that they 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 can't transition well between a defence yep. and attack. Um, and it's and this is interestingly, it's one of the things that i think the all blacks have taken away from uh, the basketball um recently that they've been that they've uh, they've went all this kind of cross sport pollination of ideas Um uh, obviously one of the things in basketball is yeah if you can score on tra- transition turnover ball transition trans- on the transition um it makes it much easier because the defenses aren't set
1: um, can yeah. the fast lane through uh, the key
0: absolutely <laughs> whatever, whatever you said
1: um <laughs> <laughs> brought your horizons paul there's other sports out there <laughs> there are and i don't bother watching them um <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and i and and i can understand why
0: <laughs> yes,
1: now uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, look i mean yeah so that was that was interesting um stats um they're also doing it off um lesb's um territory than they've had but again that could be the fact is that there's two factors there, obviously. Um, when they get the ball, um, they don't spend too much time in the opposition's half or, and because they score so quickly, so it goes back to their half. The other thing is the fact is that the opposition have got the ball and they're hammering away, they're hammering away, and they're spending time um, close to halfway or over halfway, and then the turnover ball happens and away the All Blacks go.
0: Yep, so that's, that, 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 that's our stats and in-depth analysis piece out of the way. Now, let's just get back yeah. onto um, onto pure opinions. Now, just on, on that, I just thought, so I've got the old Max, um, uh, Black Mac there Black. For, for the, for the, for the, for the All Blacks edition. Now, how, how on, how on, on theme am I? Um, all, oh, all oh, very good. Uh, and I'd just like to take this opportunity to say thank you to, um, all my Patreons, including Ashwin now, who's signed up, um, as well. So thank you very much, sir. Uh, and yeah, you can go to Patreon, P A T R E O N, Patreon.com, um, forward slash driving more. Uh, you can support me from as little as a, as a dollar a month um, on this, and you will get um, advanced access to all of my behind-the-scenes superfans, um, and player interviews um, that I do. So, um, uh, so currently there are two videos: super, super fans with um, the uh, Dare to Dream Macos interview, and also the interview with Kate, who is the match day manager uh, at uh, Taranaki. They're both available for Patreons currently and not available to the general public. They will become, so if you want to have a watch of those videos, then become a Patreon and, and help support me and buy, help me buy things like my lovely new gimbal.
1: Ah, yeah, the new gimbal. Do so I gimbal. just have to say, before you carry on, long A, long A sound. Marco. Marco.
0: Marco. <laughs> Don't get me onto to Manowar 2. Uh, which I can't do either. Um,
1: <laughs> ah, no one. <laughs> and we're on. And,
0: and as it is, Maori Language Week. Yes, my pronunciations—I do apologise for—they're not the kind of sounds that come to me naturally. I am dyslexic, which means I find reading the whole thing very difficult. And yeah, so, very sorry. I do try, but I'm just not very good at it. Um, I will try and improve. This will help you. help me.
1: That's what we. Do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're here for? Yes, I've got. I've got. So you, you here, tell me with the Maori, and I've got. Well, actually, uh, the, the best person, actually, I think for, the, for that has, has been um, Ryan. Ryan's uh, uh, his pronunciation he, is wonderful. He,
1: he nails those names. The, the player names, uh, in particular, he nails them. Re- it's so quickly and so well.
0: Absolutely. And then, but I've anyway. Got, and, and yeah, but anyway, but and I've got Herman to do my Spanish ones for me, so the next time he's he's doing all the pronunciations that he's he's naming the the uh, the Argentinian side on, the, on Friday night. Um, so one of the things we've talked about quite a lot um, is the who is going to be the next All Blacks coach, and uh, mm-hmm. it was kind of interesting to see an uh, an opinion piece saying that actually Steve Hansen, there's no reason for him to leave. He might as well just continue after the next Rugby World Cup.
1: You... Well, obviously we, we 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 are um counting our chickens a little bit. I feel, and I don't like doing that. Um, we, we you know it depends on how we go at the World Cup. Um, obviously we're on uh, the All Blacks are on track to, to to have a very good World Cup. But at the end of the day, um, it's a bounce of a ball on the day. It's uh, turning up mentally. There's so many factors. So let, let's let's wait for the um, World Cup to finish. In saying that. If we are successful at the World Cup, if they do make it three in a row, then it really does fall in Mr. Hansen's lap as to, well, does he want to continue, or does he want to sort of like say, oh, now I've had my full thanks, and um, step aside. But he's, I mean, he's still a very young coach.
0: I was just, just about to quickly Google and see how old he is um, on that note. Um, I mean, how old you was... He needs
1: a while in front of you, mate. <laughs> Sorry? You need a wireless keyboard in front of you. I do, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: or, a sec- or, 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 or a second computer. So he's fifty-nine. So as you say, he's um, he's only a year, he's he's still still a good six years away from retirement age.
1: Oh wait! Look, hey, look—he can't even after the next World Cup, he can't even get a gold card and get free ferry to the Waiheke and sit at the mud brick and drink wine. So we'll go visit Graham. So um, he's still got lots of mileage left um, as a coach if he wants to. It's 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 purely up to him. I feel uh, again, depending on the results at the World Cup, um, it, it'll be down to his choice on whether he wants to continue or not. And talking of Graham Henry, so I just thought you know he
0: obviously. Stepped down what seven years ago now? Yep. Um,
1: About that, something like that. that.
0: And he's seventy-two, so he would have been um, so he'd have been sixty-five when he stood down. Ish. So yeah, so yeah, um, Hans. Yeah, so so you're you're right. Steve Hansen has got uh, has got another rugby World Cup cycle in him um, at least.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. So he could be the first coach, like say. look getting ahead of ourselves definitely okay and I don't I don't like sounding uh, 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 and we've had this discussion don't like sounding arrogant as an all blacks fan but it's just like uh, let, let's get our crystal ball out let's we're well, not in crystal ball but let's say he does win the next World Cup in Japan that gives him the opportunity to be the first coach to get a three-peat. because the All blacks will have a 3 peat if they win in Japan but he could get one as a coach. Although he was part of the coaching team, I was he saying, as, could as get head one coach, as opposed to just part of the, as, as coach. a coach, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and look, it, it, the other thing is around that is the fact is that Scott Robertson's uh, obviously. Let, let's face it: if you were going to, if, if Steve Hansen got hit by a bus tomorrow, who are you going to pick as the All Blacks' next All Black coach? Let's, it, it, you're going to be um, looking at um, Scott Robertson. No, you're I know you. No. I know you're going to say Fozzie, mate. I know you're going to say Fozzie but um fozzy or Smith's
0: the other one apparently that's being uh that's being banded around
1: sure sure but you know the thing is that um personally I think you can't discount the Scott Robertson and again at the moment he's making noises oh I don't want to but um I'll come to that in a second but the reason why you know you have to really rate a Scott Robertson is that the Crusaders went nine years with an all-black squad. Without winning a title, Scott Robertson comes in and picks it up the first year, and second year. Yeah. Now,
0: the problem yes. is, the problem with, yes. with 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 Razor
1: is is that he likes to surf. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he likes to surf.
0: <laughs> he likes to surf, and, he, and um, real, and he get a proper haircut. And he's a bit too old, really, <laughs> to dance like that. Um yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> He's younger than you are.
1: Yes, he is.
0: He's the same age as me, yeah. I think. How old am I? Yeah, I'm that, that was... Anyway... No, but um, you cut me the trick. <laughs> so, we're talking about doing three peeps and, and, and stuff with, with Hanson. If he took over, he could be All Black's coach for 20 years. We could be talking about five Rugby World Cup champ, um, Rugby World
1: Cup winners' medals for him. Getting ahead of ourselves. But look, is there a problem with that? Continuity. Oh,
0: really? I mean, having the same... I, I, yeah, I, I think it would be too early for him. I think he should go get some other experience first um, and, and then become the All Blacks coach. And, and to, to me, the whilst it's impressive that he has gone and won um, two Super Rugby titles in his first two seasons, uh, what's been really impressive for me is how he is actually... Changed the Crusaders Beginning of the season We always used to say that the Crusaders were slow starters And would lose their first couple of games I mean They, they lost to the Rebels at home one year In the opening round You don't see that from his Crusaders sides uh, yeah. and, and he's gone From being um, for, yeah, He's managed to take a team that Traditionally started slow And, uh, and they don't anymore they, they, they're, 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 they're hot From, from day one which I think is impressive. Um, if you want to have a quick uh, listen or, 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 or a quick idea or, 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 an, or an insight into his coaching, go have a listen to my um, video, my interview with um, Senator manavalu uh, and he uh, he gives you an, a little insight into Razor's uh, way of coaching, um, which, which, which 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 was kind of interesting. So the he, he's very much a top two inches coach. Uh, from, my, from what I understand, and, um, and yeah, he's, he obviously has managed to get them switched on from day one, which, let's be honest, Blackadder failed to do.
1: Mm, mm, absolutely. Uh, look, I mean, y- 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 you've, t- to my mind, this is like you know, let's get some, let's get some hate on Ash when happening. But I found Blackadder as an uninspirational All Black, and, and you could see the fact that it, there was probably an element of that in his coaching as well.
0: Oh, he's uh, only two coaches in um, Crusaders' history have not won the title, and the other coach I think only only, only coached one year. From memory, and, um, well, when
1: it was Super Twelve, and then <laughs>
0: um, let's just very quickly bring up the Crusaders'
1: uh, um, coaching. It's interesting, uh, isn't it? They held on to Blackadder for so many years. Then he was there for a long time. He was there
0: for a very long time. So, um, mm. oh, this doesn't actually have the uh, the history of the coaches. Uh, it just has the um, the current coaching setup. Um, but yes, I, I, I think I, I I could be wrong. Don't. Um, but I, I think he's the only coach. Uh, I think there's only been two coaches that have not um, uh, that have not won a, a Super Rugby title with, uh, with 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 the Crusaders, uh, and he is one of the two of them. Because obviously Mr. Dean's won it um, A lot of times Um, But uh, Because they um, It's going going back through the years In Super 12s They won it in 98, 99 and 2000 um, And 2002 So they won the 3rd, 4th and 5th edition Of um, uh, Of Super Rugby um, And their biggest Gap was between, um, well, two thousand and eight, so they won it, um, and then they won it again in two thousand and seventeen. So basically, two thousand and nine to two thousand and sixteen, which I think was when, um, like, Black had a- was there is their biggest gap.
1: He had a cunning
0: plan. <laughs> oh dear, indeed. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so, so yes, yeah, so I think basically they, they, from so I think it, I think it was their coach in two thousand and one. I think. Was the only coach who, because uh, I think their first coach lasted like the first three seasons or something. Um, and I think the uh, yeah, the coach in two thousand and one, from memory, was the uh, was the only was the other coach who has not managed to win a um, a championship with the. Uh, um, they would have been Bart
1: Stewart. Would it? Yes. There you go. He was the first, He was their coach for the first year.
0: No, no, not the first year. No, because I think he stuck around for like three years and got. And so he got one.
1: Um,
0: but anyway, here we are hmm. running with, yeah. running from memory of something I looked at last year. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: but money, 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 money! Money! So, Lima um came out and has said that basically uh, he's expecting more players to go um, for the money and uh, the All Blacks um, are going to perhaps have a have an issue with um with talent in the coming years uh
1: i don't know what to make of that um you know because the fact is that it's it's difficult when you read articles like that um knowing what MSM is like mainstream media is that like they could have taken a, a simple simple comment that he made twisted around also you know, the fact is that I didn't even read the article, to be honest, when I heard, saw the word, saw the um, clickbait um, headline. Here's the reality of the situation. It's just like, at the end of the day, kids in this country grow up wanting to wear a black jersey. Um, obviously, along the way, when you get to the opportunity to wear that black jersey, you, you get to the point where you sort of make a decision, I want to wear the black jersey but here's the dollars over here. What is the likelihood of me wearing that black jersey and regularly versus the dollars over here? So see how I'm swivel? Good thing I've got a swivel chair. People <laughs> on podcasting can't see my swivel chair. But um, but so, so, you know, it's it's a throwaway line, effectively. At the end of the day, while you're in the New Zealand system, your dream is to wear a black jersey. It's when that dream starts to dissipate that you start to think of the dollars. And until that moment, when that dream dissipates, you're thinking of a black jersey. I don't think that there'll be... You you can't make it to the top... Of New, it's very difficult to make it to the top of New Zealand rugby without the the desire to play for the All Blacks. Yeah, because not, if you don't have and desire, there are other players that do, and that's what drives you. Money can't drive you. Money doesn't drive anybody at the end of the day. If money drives you, you're going to be un, unsuccessful.
0: Dropping truth bombs. Yeah. <laughs> you can't handle the truth! <laughs> <laughs> oh, deary me. Um, and, yeah, I, there's only one player that I can think of that has gone when they've had a lot more All Blacks Caps um, on, on the way. And, yep, Peer Town. Um Town. And, and yep. if you... Add, and and it was something like this if you add a zero to the end, which is what I think basically was happening for his salary, then you've got to say that that actually that, that that's a very very big driver and let's just run through so I was just going to read out what um what Lima said so these are in quote marks so hopefully they're quoted properly um they realize that it's uh, somewhat the, the sort of players here and uh, young players they realize it's a, it's a business these days. A lot of us are starting to talk to each other more and talk about experiences and about how we can benefit from the game because it's a business and it can be pretty cutthroat at times. And that's very true. If you get injured and stuff, then and sorry, we're now into my, my words. Um, if you get injured and stuff, then yeah, you're gonna you, you, yeah, your career could be over, um, and and that's true. And with obviously increased technology, players talk a lot more and are more aware of what's going on in France uh, and is available, and, and the UK and Japan. Going back into the quotes, um, for a lot of guys like myself who come from big families, from low social economic backgrounds, the chance that of to change your family's life is pretty overwhelming. And that, back to my words, that's very true, it's one of the things we've talked about previously, is that a lot of the guys from the Pacifica communities who are, f- who are from much bigger families, and where the culture is to look after the whole family, not just look after your own immediate, your, your, your kind of immediate family, yeah, uh, the, the, the pressures are there uh, more for that. If you're from a family like myself, where you where you're a single child, don't don't have, don't have um, lots of brothers and sisters, then yeah, there isn't the pressure on me to help
1: other people who aren't so well off um was that Piet comment or was that uh, uh super comment that one about the fe- helping the family this is all about this is this is often from, from,
0: from Lima but we've heard okay. some we've heard similar things from Piet we've heard similar That's things what I was asking. Um, from Fekitoa um said a similar thing when he went overseas as well
1: Lutuah um, i can't remember Lutuah saying it but yep it doesn't surprise me yeah it, uh, not, not as strong but he he also mentioned about helping the family out um,
0: and uh, so yeah so and and I guess also again, and I, well, this isn't these, these aren't this isn't racist comments. These, these cultural comments that look, it, if you look at where the background, or, or if you just listen to those names, you can tell that yeah, they're mainly from the Pacifica community uh, where they have bigger families, and they are I say they they are expected to pay. They're expected not. To, they're expected to support um, more people. And just the, the final piece uh, from Lima. Um, it's not something you should take lightly. And sometimes the jersey is not enough for a better life. Um, it is special. The experience you have are pretty surreal, but down the track, those things don't pay for a roof over your head. And he does also mention in here that having um, that one of the things that changed his um, uh, his view was um, was uh, for oh yeah here we go for me having my daughter change things um, how I looked at rugby um, now I look at li- how I looked at life and kids do kids change your view on these sort of things when you haven't when you don't have the um, the responsibility to provide for, for for some for some for some little mouths the the dollars don't matter so much um, and uh, but when you're in a position where you where as you say the number of the number of caps he was going to pick up was uh, or potential was definitely diminishing at the time and as i say the only person i can think of who had a 50 all black caps to come um, was probably Pietal. Um, that's actually left i think everyone else is left knowing that the 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 number of caps they're going to pick up is going to reduce and, and and slow down quite quickly
1: yeah look i mean in the fact is that as you say you sort of look at us the caps might reduce um the value that means my value goes down um maybe i'll look at the dollars over, overseas uh, but the, the, the fact that family comes along or you've got family commitments, like Pieter, Pieter didn't have children, but he had family commitments um, back to mum and dad, so to speak. Um, now, when it, when it was a commitment, it wasn't like it was put upon him. It's something that he felt from inside. He, he felt obliged to help the people that had helped him, and that being his parents.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I, and I think if, if, but if we look at running through this, I mean, Lima's clearly thinking about providing for more people than just him, his wife, and his daughter. Um, same with Ficoteau, Same with um, Liwateo, yep. um and all the rest. So yeah, so it's yeah, it is it is a big thing. So I think we are going to have. I, 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 I think players are going to leave younger than they used to, and they already are. Mm-hmm. But I still think it's going to be mid to late twenties they go, where they've got yep. a good four to sort of six years, maybe eight years, still worth of um, of, of, of a good income overseas. Um, and, and they have banked their twenty, thirty um, All Blacks caps by then.
1: Um, yeah, the other thing, the, the other thing, the aside from the um, the family commitments, all that sort of thing, So you look at the player stocks coming through. Uh, I, I suppose the thing is the fact is that we just the factory still keeps going. The players still keep coming. Um, it does. And so I think, whilst we're losing, I think about All Blacks will yeah, uh, uh, get the, the first fifteen.
0: Yeah, I do think their ability to hold on to the bench, and players out and players in that thirty, is definitely diminishing. the, sure, depth, the depth is going to reduce, but the quality at the very top, I think, is going to stay the same.
1: But it's but it's still interesting, Paul, in the fact that the play, you know, the impact hasn't been as great as say some of the other countries have faced because of the fact that the the players just seem to get churned out and they just keep turning up and turning up and turning up. So, yeah, you can get the bench disappears, but there's somebody of good enough quality or even better to replace them on the bench that's come through the system. Um, At the moment, at the moment, I'm not saying it's going to continue, but it's just like at the moment it, it is. And it's like you look at the last three, four years and that's that period where it started to change, where players are taking the dollars and... And at the moment, those players are still coming through. Whether it will continue is the big question.
0: Yeah, and we, we, there, there have been a couple of areas of the, of, of question marks. Like, there is definitely a, um, the, the the depth at lock isn't there. We have um, yep. we've seen that. The fact that yeah, are there only selecting three in the squads? Um, we see we see that because of what happened in Chicago when um, uh, the All Blacks lost to Ireland. That's when they were missing their first two or three um, choice locks. Uh, and there was definitely a, a locking issue there. So th- there are areas mm-hmm. that, are, that aren't that are as deep as others. Um, it looked like Fly Half was gonna be one of those when Cruden and Sopo Wanger left in one year after the other. Mm-hmm. But Rich Moanga has come pretty much from nowhere to be honest over the last two years.
1: Uh, oh. uh, I'm not, I don't know if it's a, from nowhere, although when he first came onto the scene, uh, you know, he, he didn't really look like he was going to crack it. But I sort of think the last three years, he's actually, you know, for the Crusaders, he's actually been putting the performances on the board. Well, he wasn't even... Um, and that, can he, be he, two he
0: was, titles. But he's, he's, he's only been... Uh, he's, before that, he wasn't even at the Crusaders, because we, um, we had Carter, Slade, Taylor were all there. They all left after every World Cup. Um, which left a left left a, a big hole I thought yep. Marty McKenzie was going to get a good chance at a, a shot at that jersey um he didn't Marty um, McKenzie? yeah because because it was wow. Hunt and Rich Mo- were all yep. brought in as, mm, as um, mm. uh, basically all, all, all with an equal shot of the uh, of the of the jersey um, I think yep. Mar- Marcy got himself injured um, at the, just after he world cup. Um, and Richie's basically not looked back, which shows you that the I mean opportunity it, it quite often, um, as we saw in players like Carl, for example, who if if there hadn't been a whole bunch of injuries at the Chiefs, he would not be an All Black, yep. and he would not have a contract at the Blues next year. He would still yep. be playing club rugby.
1: Yeah,
0: um, at the end
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: So um, so yeah, it is. It comes down to opportunities and yeah. Richie was I don't, I don't yeah I don't think people I mean, people saw him as as a, as as a good as a very good player but I think Tory Black um uh, I think people had had expectations of West to come through which he never did um by by uh, and he's off to France now um there's think expectations that Tory Black would come through but obviously he's had a whole season off injured um yeah. and he hasn't come through as quickly as, as expected so I, there have been uh, I, I'm not I, I think there were a bunch of players there that they thought one of them will hopefully come through, and Richie was the one that did.
1: So your biggest concern is is, is around the locks then in terms of depth? Um, I think so.
0: I think I, I think we we could end up with a two thousand and eleven fly half issue as well because you mm. you basically you you've, you you have Barrett, um, uh, Damien McKenzie, and Rich Moaga. And after that, uh, a lot of very unproven, unknown, basically. Um, You're going to have Gatlin down at the Highlanders. You've got Perifetta and Black up at the Blues. Um, But none of those three have yet uh, shown us that they're they're international, that that they can play at an international level, let's be honest. So. Yeah. So there is, and there, is, we, we, there, is, there is that there, whereas if we look at something like Scrum Half, I mean, Brad Webber can't even get in the squad, I mean, there is, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Scrum Half, I think there's plenty of depth, but uh, but, um, but I think locks, there's is an issue, uh, there's question marks around hookers, um, there's a lot of people there who, who who would say that basically we have two, or the, the, the All Blacks have two, and then a whole bunch of question marks, and one of those two has, has, has come back from injury, so um, I mean people look I don't, don't I don't think you rate Mr. Harris that highly, for example.
1: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's currently
0: number yeah. two. So yeah. he's, he's
1: yeah, I mean like yeah, he's at number two. And, and this is like obviously just in the chat room, someone like um the old gov sort of mentioning that the uh, lock, Scott Barrett coming up, but I sort of think what you've just alluded to there, hook is the uh issue if Dane Coles doesn't come back, then basically you've got uh Cody Taylor, and that's it. Yeah,
0: but if you but if you look at locks, I mean, you'd have to have three in a match day squad. And I'm, I'm uh, some reason, yep. my the it's not bringing the comments up here. Um, so, but, and we and the All Blacks have got three locks. As soon as one's injured, there's yep. question marks. Um,
1: hey, but guess who's back? Paddy's back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just.
0: I was. I'm just trying to remember what the, 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 the quote was, but it was Paddy uh so something about Hattrick. Um oh Patrick, yeah, there you go. Hat- it's yeah, not it's um yes, it's, it's, it's ha- hat hatrick, not Patrick. Um anyway. He's um yeah, he's back uh, after one game, which is interesting. Um and if you want to hear him talking about that game when he came back then go have a look at my post match. go have a look at my um Auckland versus Tasman video. Uh, where he's uh, in the press room and uh, answers a few questions um, but yeah he's he is back and good luck to him but um it's he's definitely not on the same level as the other three let's be honest not only that
1: not not only that but it was one game
0: it one was. game
1: coming back a lot of you know, you, you, when you come back from your first game from a big layoff generally you you, you should be amped about getting out there and just giving it everything if you don't then you know hello <laughs> and the fact that he had actually taken extra time off just to make sure that there was no niggles or anything like that so he was 100 percent fit or the cliched 110 percent fit uh to get out there well and
0: that's great i mean what it's uh, i'm happy that he was fit it's, it's it's good to see a player not trying to rush back and making sure they are they are actually fit and, and all well um, so yeah play well yeah so, so, yeah, so hat tip to him there for doing the right thing by himself. Because, yeah, it's, and because doing the right thing by yourself is doing the right thing by your team. Uh, Absolutely. As, as well. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so that was good. Um, now, there's a, there's, there's a journalist that I generally am not a big fan of, I'll be honest. Now. Did you read his article? Sorry? <laughs> That's all right, carry on. So, um, which is a Mr. Gregor Paul Now oh,
1: I thought you were going to say Chris butchewy.
0: Oh dear no um, <laughs> um, but I, I do he's, he's come up with two opinion articles recently which, 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 which actually I quite um, quite like like the uh, like 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 and I think one of them the first one especially you are going um, I think you're going to be totally behind him on. and it's called "The Madness of Late All Black Games." And uh, basically, what he's saying is that we should be trying an afternoon, an, after, an afternoon kickoff one of the test matches, uh, and that uh, basically the Sky needs to stop just going on opinion surveys, and they should they should give it a, they should experiment a bit with moving the games around.
1: Your thoughts? Nothing to nothing to do with um, opinions or anything like that. Um, that article is basically the, the 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 same sort of like oh yeah, let's go into the filing cabinet and. Pull out this article type scenario. Like I I guarantee you when Super Rugby starts next year, oh why is Super Rugby starting so early? It's in the same basket as that. Um, the reason why all blacks games start at seven thirty is because they can market it to the European market. End of story. If it was nothing if it didn't have anything to do with the European market, we would be kicking off at two thirty in the afternoon.
0: Apparently not, according to this. Now, Kieran Reed. Apparently, the, 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 the trick of this is that Kieran Reed actually said um, it wouldn't. Ha, how it wouldn't be a bad idea kicking off during the daytime. So, uh, so I think Kieran Reed gave gave him the nice trigger to pull this one out of the filing cabinet, as you say. Um, yeah. But according to this, that actually, um, uh, where is it now? Um, that so apparently Sky has done uh, um, believes that uh, viewing figures would be better um, at 7:30 at 7:30 then it would be in the afternoon for for kiwis is apparently the reason behind it is he he, he says
1: uh, look, uh, i look i, I they have said that, and that has come out in the past, you know, because Kiwis go shopping because that's all they do now is live at malls, um, and then they come home in the evening and they sit down and watch rugby, so nobody's at home to watch rugby. I have heard that as well, but the reality of the situation is the it's, it's got, the reason why games kick off at 7.30 is so that the um, Northern Hemisphere countries don't have to wake up at 2.30 in the morning to watch the All Blacks.
0: Oh, well. okay, maybe that one is, um, but if it was I, I, yeah, I that one, he does make one good point, which I quite liked, which was that um, um, the truth about most market research is that it is kind of um, a giant waste of time and typically sets out to prove answers um, that uh, those asking the questions want to hear. So yes, I wouldn't be surprised if there is an element of that as well, is that Sky... Yes,
1: Having worked at the university, that is a real rocket surgery answer, that one. It's just like all research has an agenda and is always filtered towards whoever's paying for that research to happen.
0: So, yes. So I think Sky's, the- Sky's own research is probably telling them the answer that they want to hear, which is that they want to yeah, exactly. have evening games. Yep. Um, and then the other one, which, was, which I think he's, he's well off the mark on... Um, but it's one we've talked about before, I guess. Is is, is empty seats at grounds. Um, and uh, one of the things that he's that um uh, that he's said uh, in here, which I think he needs to, which I think he's showing his his blind as um, uh, this is that uh, basically saying that uh, New Zealanders are still turning out um, as much as. Um, the others, which I think is, I think he needs to really look at some games other than just the test matches. Sure, the test matches have sold out, but they've sold out one week ahead of the game, which is not a good story. These things should be selling out months in advance.
1: Let's 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 look at that. Um, so Eden Park is a dog of a stadium, isn't it? That's what everybody tells us, right? Okay. Yeah. So Eden Park sells out All Blacks test matches months in advance. Okay. So it it does it does. Let me finish. Let me finish. So when they mentioned with the Australia game that oh yeah, it sold out the week before, the reason it sold out a week before was because there were individual seats left behind. I know because I purchased lots of tickets for friends etc. Um, because of I'm able to. Okay, so I went in to buy tickets over a month before the. Test, all test against Australia, and I went in, and it's just like, um, yes, there's tickets available, but they're all individual seats by themselves. So I've got a group of five people that I'm trying to buy tickets for. I can't buy a group of five tickets. That was over a month beforehand. When you look at Wellington Test Match, it actually sold out a week before. So there were lumps of tickets available a week before. If you go to the Australia, uh, sorry, the um, Australia, where they have it, the um the Eden Test for France. This is what I'm talking about. It, there were empty seats there. That didn't sell out that game. So you know that's why I really you know when people go on, and that's why I sarcastically mention how dog, how much of a dog of a stadium Eden Park is.
0: Yeah. So the, the, uh, uh, okay. So so I agree. I mean, I, I have bought a ticket the week before a Bledisloe Cup game, and but it was as you say, it was a solo ticket, and it wasn't the best ticket ticket in the house by any stretch of the imagination. Don't get me wrong. Um, but that was good because it meant I had I was in a seat next to a box, and a couple of guys in the box gave me a couple of free beers. So that was nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, from, I uh, say, so, yeah, so you can get tickets, but yeah, okay, fine, they are single tickets, I agree. Uh, and, and um, yeah, mine was a single ticket. There wasn't any, I couldn't have bought, I probably would not have been able to get two tickets next to each other. Uh, but you can still get, as you say, you can still get single tickets. Yeah. until pretty
1: the, 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 In fact, the the French test, uh, interesting enough, there was no single tickets left. It was that was actually fully sold out. Um, no single tickets. It was the Australia test that there was single tickets available basically until the last week. So, yeah, that was rather interesting. I thought I would have thought the yeah the fact that maybe people want to actually watch somebody other than Australia and South Africa as well could be a factor. Yes, and that's
0: one of the things, isn't it? That um... Eden Park always gets a Bledisloe Cup game. Ever since it's... Uh, for for as, as long as I've been here. Um, they, yeah. never that, they never take that one down to Wellington. Whereas the... The South Africa test and the... The Argentina... Argentina generally goes to one of the more rural locations. So it's it's in Nelson now. It's been in Rotorua before, I think. Um, and maybe down in... Um, oh, I've gone blank. Um, anyway... The other where where, where, where do um, Hawks Bay play? Napier. Napier. I think it's been down in Napier as well. Playing Park. I think it's so. Um, so yeah, the pumas get taken out to the to the regions, and then Santa sorry about got... the
1: tripping. Pardon? I'm sorry about the chirping, If you can hear that. Yeah. Um,
0: and in South Africa, uh, well, in a Lions year, played in Albany, um, but otherwise they tend to they always play in Wellington, pretty much. Um, and that's uh, I think they need to switch around that Bok and Wallabies game rather than making it the same game every single year at Eden Park personally I think it's as you say the the France one as well, the, the history between France and, and the All Blacks is legendary because France keeps knocking or used to keep knocking the All Blacks out of Rugby World Cups um, so <laughs> even though it's more than a decade ago People still, uh, in it still has a resonance uh, that that uh, that a lot of other games don't have, which is why yep. I think it probably sold out quicker. Because also the um, Aucklanders get to see France versus the All Blacks once every four to six years, basically. So yep. um, yeah, it's it's not a it's not a frequent thing anyway. So yeah, no. it's going to it's which it's, uh, I think is.
1: Helps drive it. Mm. Look, I mean, in terms of the empty seats outside of the All Blacks games, it's it's, um, and we've talked about this. And we sort of think that the New Zealand Rugby Football Union really do need to just check what they're doing in the scenario because um, uh, they're promoting the All Blacks as the number one brand at the um, detriment of other rugby. So in the Auckland market, they're basically pitching the All Blacks up against the opposition code. Um, and, yeah, and the, the All Blacks play in the city twice a year. The opposition code plays every fortnight. Yep. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I, I think there's still some chickens to come home to roost on that.
0: Yeah. And also listening to the the, the, the noise out of the, so uh, um, out, out of Taranaki um so they've had the Ranfurly shield the Ranfurly shield traditionally brings big crowds uh, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of crowd we get in Hamilton um tomorrow night but the the uh, crowds... shield
1: sorry oh sorry in Hamilton sorry yeah in Hamilton
0: because yep. in Hamilton tomorrow night we've got uh the we've got um, Waikato versus Hawke's Bay uh who have a very good chance of taking the shield to be honest uh, tomorrow night so it should be a cracking game but the if you look at the, the the comments made by the head of the head of Taranaki Rugby Union and also the Sporters club as well was talking about hey you've got to get out here you've got to come and we need the money. Um, why aren't you Why aren't you turning up to watch these games? you like if if you're talking about the money um, and that you got then that that how the shield is a is, is a great boost to the to, to the coffers. you you're, you're, you're using the wrong message out to the fans. Um, now a lot of, I know a lot of fans Didn't turn up Because they don't like Watching games from end on Now we do Well I do I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you do as well Because that's where you sit every. every, every that's right, <laughs> every <way>. sit <laughs> everywhere But all the Super Rugby <laughs> games And all that games Not for the uh, uh, Not for the The Auckland games Because you're not allowed to Um, But <laughs> um, that, part the, that part of the ground's closed For those of you that aren't aware uh, But um, uh, Yeah I like watching a game From behind the posts uh, And so So but I know some people don't, and uh, and yeah, that's that's one of the reasons they've not had great turnouts uh, in in New Plymouth.
1: As a, as a rugby sort of diehard, I won't say purist because I can't say I'm that analytically correct all the time. <laughs> but as a rugby diehard, the reality is is that you actually get a much better perspective from the end on uh, than you do from side on. You under you can see where the um the the players opening up you you can see where they should be going, which is the opposite direction to where the blues go. So yeah, but um you you know you you basically when a ruck sets up you can see oh yeah the defence is lined up to the left or to the right much easier you can see where the gaps are in the defences, and so yeah the only downside is that obviously when they're they can be a hundred metres away from you at times.
0: Yes. Absolutely, and so you, it's, there is a, there is, that's, that's your, the only downside you say is, yeah, the it can be quite a long way away from you.
1: Um, that time. Yeah. Conversely, it can be like about 15 meters away from you. In your face. In your um. face! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: dearie me. Well, cool. For a, uh, anything you want to talk about for the, the upcoming game? Or, I, I think we pretty much wrapped up personally.
1: Yeah, look, we wrapped up, but I suppose we'll allude to the game on Saturday. Um, you know, it's it's a. I suppose we watch that with, or sorry, watch that. We wait for that with a bit of apprehension. Um, you know, on one hand, you're an All Blacks fan, and it's just like, oh, let's smash, let's smash some South Africans again, but not exactly great for um, a viewing for uh, uh, for a neutral. If the All Blacks are just going to go there and give them another fifty-point hiding like they did at North Harbour last last year, so um, that's it. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm waiting to see what transpires. It could show as to which way, which direction the South Africans are going in, up or down.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things we talked about last night was we're not sure that uh, that um, Rasmussen really knows um, what his side is or even how to motivate them. Saying, "Hey, I'm going to lose my job soon," so it's all kind of interesting. It's uh, it, it all looks like a bit of a mess. Um, at the moment, unfortunately, for South Africa, um, but let's, yeah, let's see see how it goes. So, as I said, if you want to get more in-depth into some of the stats that we were talking about at the beginning of the game, at uh, the beginning of the game, beginning of the show, um, then go check out 1014 as well, um, they're, they're a very good channel. Um, please become a patron, p-a-t-r-e-o-n, patreon.com forward slash driving more, um, to help me help pay for that gimbal that's not in my budget. Um, and, um, <laughs> like share, subscribe, all of that kind of wonderful stuff. I will be at the game tomorrow night, so um, check out, if you want uh, live coverage, check out uh, at Driving Mall on Twitter, um, and if you want to just see the summary afterwards, then check out the video that I'll put out on YouTube before I leave the ground, and then I'll be back on Friday night um, to give you a preview of the Super Rugby, uh, Super Rugby? The Rugby Championship game wow. weekend.
1: Man, this uh, is like, that <laughs> is forward planning. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll run through the, is that run the through only round
0: you're going to talk about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me!
0: Yeah, we'll run through the squads um, be, that will have been announced by Friday for the Rugby Championship games um, as well. So um, enjoy whatever it is for you. I'm just going to go to bed. goodnight um, <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> missing your.